You're listening to the Future Tech Health Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Until I reached age 40, I never realized the obvious, that we all have medical issues, or we at least have a family member or close relation that had, has, or will have them in the future. Medicine and biological systems are the final frontier. Until we've conquered death, figured out how life began, cured cancer, and understood our purpose in the universe, there's a heck of a lot to talk about when it comes to our health. Future Tech Health means I'll be covering futuristic topics that are actually already in clinical trials or even starting to appear on shelves or by prescription or available for your own use. We dive deep into stem cells, CRISPR-Cas9, the science of sleep, epigenetics, medical testing, cancer, ketogenic diets, stem cells, aging, regenerative medicine, and more. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a serious medical problem. Remember, however, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoy the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and share it with friends. Thank you. So welcome to the Future Tech Podcast and Good Night Sleep Project Podcast. Today I have Richard Jacobs, founder of the Good Night Sleep Project, an AI-powered custom-tailored pillow that I myself have had the opportunity to try, and I can say it is a real game-changer when it comes to sleep. Welcome, Richard. How are you? I'm doing good. Sleeping better these days, thank God. Me too. Well, I wanted to talk to you today about uh, how this you know, $197 investment can fix a huge $1,000 sleep problem that millions of Americans and people around the world have. Uh, why don't you start to tell me a little bit about what first got you, you know, interested in getting to the bottom of your own sleep issues? How serious were the problems that you were facing? You know, I've had problems with sleep for, I don't know, probably 20 years, maybe less, you know, 15, 20 years, but the uh, you know, I, I snore. Uh, you know, my wife would tell me I snore, and then sometimes she just wasn't able to sleep in the bed because I would snore her awake. Um, I would wake up tired quite a bit. I'd wake up, you know, I started waking up some nights three and four and five times on a good night. Sometimes it would be 10 on a bad night. You know, I was stuffed up a lot. Um, just the sleep wasn't good, and there were times I dreaded going to sleep because I, I thought, oh, you know, I, unless I lay in bed eight, nine hours, I'm just not going to feel good, and even then I might not feel good. So it's just, sleep problems one after another after another sometimes i would eat too close to bed and you know i'd wake up and again have to pee or you know get indigestion while i slept i mean just, i just didn't know much about sleep and uh you know i had poor sleep for a long time and i just i got fed up with it and uh you know i had some other health issues and i started looking at my entire health what's going on with every aspect of it so you know one day i'm laying there talking to my wife and uh I was saying to her, you know, this pillow I'm using is just, it's flattening out. It's really annoying me. And it's, I, I don't know what to do. And I said, you know, what they need to do is they need to have like a custom thickness pillow that suits you exactly, not just large or small. And so she says, well, why don't you go do something about it? I said, all right, I will. And, uh, you know, because I had uh, a bit of free time to work on stuff. So I decided that's what I'm going to do is make such a pillow. So that's, that's where all this came from. Well, if anyone, I mean, there's tons of us out there like myself and, and probably you before the idea struck you, but we all just kind of put up with bad sleep. I mean, 
why do you think that is, you know, whether it's, it's us in the U.S. or it's a global thing? But, I mean, I think we've all kind of just come to accept, like, yeah, I sleep crappy, but at least I sleep kind of thing. I think there's a bunch of reasons. I think sleep's an afterthought for a lot of people. Like, you know, everyone knows, obviously, they need to sleep, but they don't want to, and they don't, they don't sit there thinking, all right, I got to make sure I get to bed by this time, and I want to do this and that, and I want to make sure I have a good sleep. And, you know, they don't, I don't think people think like that. I think, you know, you're busy with life and work and family and all the other evil necessity, they call it, I guess. So there's not a lot of thought into it. And it's not easy. You know, when you're asleep, you're out of it. You're unconscious. So things that are going on, you may not be aware of what's happening. With you. you know, like just like if someone busts in the room and asks you questions, you go, well, well, you know, you're just, you're out of it. You're sleeping. You're trying to sleep. So if you're having a problem, you're not going to be aware. Like if you snore, most people that snore don't know they snore. It's someone else telling them, hey, you're snoring. Really? You know, or you'll wake up tired and it takes you a while to get going, but you're not thinking why, what happened. And I've seen like in, in order to fix your sleep, you really got to think about it. You got to think what's going on. What are all the potential things that are affecting you? It's just, it just seems like, uh, again, that's, that's the place it's had in my life until recently. And I think for a lot of people, they probably feel the same way about it. I'd say I've read your, your sleep book and I learned a lot from it about what being better actually means. I mean, it, it seems like there's so many components that we don't think about until, you know, your book broke it down for me. Uh, tell the listeners a little bit about what does sleeping better mean rather than just closing your eyes and yeah, maybe you get five, six hours of sleep, but not necessarily the quality. The whole end goal, you know, like the, the good thing is pretty much everybody has had a really great night of sleep, at least a few times. Now. They remember that feeling. They wake up, they wake up quickly. They're alert right away. They have a lot of energy. They have a great day. They can think clearly. You know, everyone's had that experience, maybe not nearly as much as they should, but they've had it. And then everyone's had far more experiences of dreading waking up or waking up and just being like, oh, and, you know, hitting the snooze button 10 times and just dragging yourself through the day and just feeling irritable and tired and foggy and all that. So, you know, thank God, again, everyone's had both of these kind of experiences. So the whole end goal is, you know, seven nights a week. Wouldn't it be nice if every night or every day you could wake up and feel great? You could say, I had a great sleep last night. Yeah, that's, and it's, that may not be attainable, but if four of the seven nights each week you wake up like, ugh, and we can get that down to two or to one and, and you get six good days or, you know, five good days, that's I'm not saying, you know, every single night will be the greatest ever, but we can make big changes in people's lives if we figure out how to sleep better. And again, that encompasses tons of factors, but that's like the, the overarching goal is just better quality of life. Because, you know, I learned if you feel better, obviously it impacts your health, but you treat the people around you better. You have better relationships. You're not a jerk to your husband or wife or kids or coworkers. Or, and life is just better in every way. When you, when you feel good, you have better relationships. When you don't feel good, you have bad relationships with everyone around you and a lot of conflict. I can relate even to my one-year-old. Gets good sleep, she's nice. If not, she's mean. Just across the board, we all need it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Obviously. culturally, I mean, culturally, there's a lot behind sleep, too. There's a lot of, uh, you know, like, I, I keep very late hours. And whenever I tell people, they go, oh, my God, really? You know, like, as if it's a bad thing. And, you know, there's the early bird gets the worm, you know, old the adage, the old saying, um, I know from personal experience, if you wake up late, people think you're lazy. People think something's wrong with you. Um, people that wake up early are prized for waking up early and they're quote unquote better. And I just see it's pervasive throughout society. Um, so for certain people, their, you know, their clock 
maybe running later. They're night owls. They're super night, late night owls, you know. Uh, there's different chronotypes, they call them. So there's all this pressure from society on what you're supposed to do, and that may not correspond with you biologically. It may not correspond with your schedule. It may, you know, there's, there's that weighing on everyone, too, which affects sleep. So it seems obvious, obviously, most of us sleep on pillows. We use pillows. But how did you really discover the importance of having an AI customized pillow and how that will drastically people sleep? Well, I went through a lot of other, you know, I started reading books about sleep because I just, I wanted to address that area of my health. And I started interviewing people, you know, sleep professionals. That's just my way of doing stuff. So I've interviewed, you know, probably like 120 different scientists, sleep people by now and read a whole bunch of books. And then I did some self-experimentation. You know, I got blackout curtains. So my room is darker. And since, since I wake up later in the morning, the sunlight would come in and wake me up early. Uh, now it doesn't do that. I, I would take melatonin and I tried that out. That would help me sleep. You know, I, I didn't try sleeping pills because I just, from what I read about them, they're just bad all around. You know, you don't really sleep better. You, um, I tried, you know, a weighted blanket. I've gotten a new mattress numerous times over the past few years. I've used the humidifier, you know, because I was thirsty while I sleep. I used Breathe Right nasal strips to open my nose up if I was stuffed up. Um, and I used the head pillow. I would hug a pillow. I put a pillow between my knees. Uh, my outstretched arm I'd lay on, I'd rest that on a pillow. You know, I learned about all these ways that would put pressure on my body. So I, it's not like I woke up and I said, oh, the pillow's the answer. I mean, I've tried a lot of different things to sleep better. And a lot of them did help more and more and more. Things improved. And I said, I want to keep going with it. So uh, like I said, my memory of it is that I, I had gotten this new pillow um, and I was laying on it. And within probably two weeks, it got soft and it got, you know, it wasn't holding my head up. And I realized I would lay there and just my head and neck didn't feel right. And I was waking up with headaches and going to the chiropractor and all that. And I said, you know, now I got to solve this problem. You know, I, everything else is better, but now the freaking pillow is too low. And I'm, you know, I'm a big person. I got pretty wide shoulders. Everyone tells me that. So I, I look online and, you know, like on Amazon and stuff, there's king and queen and regular pillows. There's firm and non-firm. And I see nothing that tells me like, okay, based on your shoulder width, this is what you should get. I see nothing about that. And then I go to the store, you know, like Walmart or Target or Bed Bath & Beyond. And again, it's the same thing. There's pillows, you can feel them. Oh, this one's extra firm. I don't know if this is going to work for me. You know, so I, I went through like 20 different pillows and some of them would work for a day or so and then not work. And it was just problem after problem after problem. So that's why I came to this realization. Like, you know, I wear prescription eyeglasses. Why isn't there a prescription pillow? based on my measurements. I want a custom pillow. So that's where this came from, is that, that thought. Let's talk about the how it actually comes to be. I'm someone who's got sleep problems. I need a custom. How do you go about making it my own? Yeah, so this is what I was... So, so when I started thinking, all right, I want a customized pillow to me, I thought, I got to make this as easy as possible for people. Otherwise, they're never going to do it. You know, so I can't go to their house and sit there with the tape and measure them and, you know, ask them to go somewhere and be measured. That's sure, that'll probably work. But, you know, everyone uses apps nowadays and the, the phone for everything. So I thought, hmm, what if we can take a picture of a person and we can use machine vision and AI to extract their measurements that way? So I worked with some programmers and, you know, I had them design an app and we took like you know, 50 different measurements of, per, of a person, how tall their head is, how wide their face is, their neck with um, you know, the height of their shoulders, the, the width of their shoulders, all these measurements from the front and from the side and all that. And I developed this app, again, where you can 
have a picture taken of you and the app itself and the software extracts all these measurements and calculates it and then I had to design the pillow itself you know how do we is it just a regular pillow no it's no good uh, I had to design in all these features which I can go into to make sure the pillow keeps its shape for a long time um, you know how do people lay when they lay on their side most people don't think about that you actually lay on your arm your neck rests on your arm and your head rests on the pillow and your arm is either outstretched or kind of curled under you and then your legs you know your knees may be bent what happens when you sleep on your side you roll forward how do you stop the person from doing that and if they do that what happens to their face so there's a lot you know i i, I had pictures taken of dozens of volunteers laying there i said lay how you normally lay like on your back or your side i took pictures and i looked at them and i said oh, i didn't realize people lay like that and all this parlayed into not only how to take the measurements, but how to extract the numbers, again, using AI software, and then what to do about it, how to make a pillow that was custom to that person's physical measurement. That's the overall process I went through. Well, and I know you and I have talked, and I mean, right down to the materials used, everything was hand-selected you know, by you, tested and approved and kind of gone through that process. Sure, you know, that all components kind of work together. Uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, all of those customized pieces. Yeah, the good thing is I'm kind of an outlier. I tend to, like, destroy stuff. You know, I'm, I'm pretty heavy, so I literally will, like, crush my bed. My bed will never last five years or two. There's no way. It, like, it gets crushed, like, within six months or a year. Same thing with pillows. Um, I get very hot when I sleep. So all these things boiled in. You know, again, I snore. I'm heavier. I'm not, like, the skinniest person. So everything about the pillow first was was catered to me again it had to be the right height so i had to figure out all right should my neck be level should it be slightly inclined declined etc it had to keep me cool you know because i was getting very hot with materials um when i sleep i would relax and my face would kind of roll forward how do i prevent that so i don't smother in the pillow or my neck doesn't get kinked and my snoring get worse etc so some of the design elements were i noticed that um you know i read that human head weighs about 10 pounds. So if you have a flat pillow and you lay on it, the weight of your head will smush that pillow in and it won't be level anymore. So this pillow is more of a wedge shape. You sleep on the thicker side and it's designed like that because then when you lay on it, the weight of your head now gives you a flat profile to lay on. So that was one innovation. Um, I wanted to make sure the pillow didn't you know, go soft too soon. So we developed a model with side walls and I had to choose the right filler and I had to put in like supporting structural elements inside of it. But you can't make the pillow too hard where it hurts your head. You know, it's not comfortable to lay on. Then, again, when someone lays on it and they lay on their arm, you know, you, you may look at, like, the width of their shoulders. But when, they're, when they lay on their arm, that width is not the right width anymore. So you have to look at that. How does that width change? So the pillow was, again, it went through, like, dozens and dozens of iterations. And I ended up filing four patents on the design and functionality and how you take the measurements and all that stuff. Um, because there was so much work involved in really dialing in what would work for somebody. Um, you know, I saw that some people are really skinny, they have long necks, and they have very narrow shoulders. And they lay on a pillow completely differently from someone that's really heavy with really broad shoulders and maybe a short neck or no neck, you know, as they will joke about. That. So people, like, physically, physically, they're very different, and they lay on a pillow very differently, and they sleep differently, and all that affects uh, the design. So it was all, like heavily thought of and uh, incorporated to make it the best it can be. What kind of feedback have you been getting from folks who have been using the pillows? I mean, this is, you've done a lot of work, you know, worldwide. You've had some users, myself included. Um, what kind yeah. of, you know, feedback have you gotten? 
Yeah, we've sold, uh, you know, uh, hundreds of them so far. I mean, just, you know, it's not 100% positive, but it's probably like 98% positive. So the, the biggest problems people come to us with is they'll have neck pain, you know, when they wake up or it'll take them a long time to fall asleep because they're just not comfortable. You know, some people will like will punch the pillow and squish it up. Not this one, but they'll, you know, the traditional pillows, they'll sleep on two pillows, they'll punch them or they'll try to make it more comfortable. Um, but again, neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, because you're out of alignment, not sleeping on a, on a level pillow. The other, again, is insomnia. It takes them two hours to fall asleep or three hours or an hour to fall asleep. Another problem people have is they wake up three, four, five, six times a night, either to pee or they're just waking up. They don't know why. Um, they'll wake up, you know, again, foggy, tired. Their spouse or their partner will say they're snoring and they can't take it and they don't sleep in the bed with them. So these are all the problems that people have that is why they buy the pillow in the first place. And what we've heard is we usually hear two types of effects. So within three or four days of using it, most people tell us that the neck pain almost completely goes away or shoulder or back pain, which is awesome. And I think that's because, well, I know it's because the neck is now straight. It's not, you know, imagine a picture yourself. Imagine you tilted your head to one side and you stayed like that for eight hours with weight on your neck. <laughs> your neck would be like in bad shape. So if you're straight and you're aligned, you know, you're laying in that position for eight hours. Or if you flip over again, you're still laying for about eight hours in that position. The right position can help you. The wrong position will really screw you up. So again, quickly within, you know, again, three to five days, most people say neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain. It's massively reduced. We also get reports that people may still snore, but it's like a third of the volume. Or some people, they completely stop snoring. They can't hear them and it's great. So we've had couples that tell us like, we haven't slept together for 10 years and now they're back in the bed together, which is really, that's cool. That's a really cool feeling when I hear that. That is awesome. Yeah. We've gotten a couple of, um, of strange comments. Uh, a couple of people with arthritis told us their arthritis got better. I don't know why. I mean, hmm. but it did, which is great. Um, and the second set of effects happens after about a month of sleeping on the pillow or a few weeks. And I think this is because you're now sleeping properly and you've built up this habit of sleeping well and you're sleeping better and waking up fewer times. So it leads to just improvements in other areas. They're telling me they have more energy during the day. They're less grumpy. Um, they notice, oh, yeah, you know, I, I used to wake up a couple of times at night. Now I don't wake up at all or I wake up less. So there's like these two effects. There's immediate, you know, first few days. And then after a few weeks, other things are starting to settle in and improve. And that's that's helping them in other ways, too. That's that's all the things I've noticed. And it, for, from my personal experience, I've noticed just even, I mean, no matter what surface I'm on, I've got kids, I often am on the floor. Uh, <laughs> it just feels like the pillow aligns your whole body somehow. And I, I still don't have back pain when I've been laying on the floor with the pillow for multiple hours at night. Yeah, that's good. I mean, again, a real simple way to think of it is this, is you're laying motionless in a position for about eight hours. So, Imagine if you laid in a position where your neck was kinked for eight hours or you're, I don't know. I mean, what happens to you if you sit too long or if you're in an uncomfortable position, like even in a movie for two hours, it's uncomfortable and, you know, you may go numb or so imagine for eight hours, you're laying in a bad position, whatever that means to you. Of course, it's going to make you not feel good. So the main thing the pillow does is physically, mechanically keeps your spine, your head, your neck and all that stuff straight. The head pillow does that. So now you're going to lay there for eight hours and you're not going to be kinked. So now your body is in the right position. That's better for you. That's really what it boils down to. This is a mechanical solution. It's not pills. It's not any voodoo or biochemical anything. It's literally a mechanical solution. And in addition to the, the head pillow, we've now developed a, 
a pillow that you hug, a custom one there. Because like I said, if you sleep on your side, you'll tend to roll forward. So a lot of people will hug a pillow. So we want that to be customized so that when they hug the pillow, it keeps them from rolling forward, which causes strain if you do. Then between your knees and your ankles, if you don't have a pillow there on your side, your lower spine will be out of whack. So we've developed also a custom knee to ankle pillow. That helps you too. And then the last part, which some people need, some people don't, is when you lay on a given side, you're laying on one of your arms and your arm is outstretched. Um, it can be hyperextended pretty easily. So you want on your you want your hand to rest on a little pillow too to prevent hyperextension of your arm. Sounds silly, it sounds decadent or extravagant and overkill, but it's not. So we've actually developed this complete sleeping system for side sleepers. It's four pillows, head pillow, knee to ankle pillow, huggable pillow, and then pillow underneath. Some people only need three, but four is like the full-blown thing. For a back sleeper, uh, you want one underneath your head, you know, if you need one, and then underneath your knees, because that, again, helps keep the rest of your body aligned, your back. And uh, If you sleep on your stomach, it's actually been recommended not to have a pillow at all, and frankly, not even to sleep in that position. I know some people do, but um, the people we run into predominantly, they're side sleep. You know, I would say 70 some odd percent, and mm -hmm. the American Academy of Sleep Medicine and other studies have shown that 70 some odd percent of people are side sleep predominantly. So that's like a major way people sleep. And that was actually one of my questions was I, I, about the expansion of the, the Good Night Sleep Project line. What else can we look for in the future from the Good Night Sleep Project? Well, it's called the Good Night Sleep Project and not just, you know, custom pillows because I wanted to just, not just be pillows. Um, I've also learned by looking at people laying on mattresses, um, how, to, how to manufacture a better mattress that will wear better and won't cause you to, uh, you know, have a divot that you fall into or the sleeping properly. So I developed some patents around that. Um, there's also a mattress topper, you know, same thing that's also been filed. Um, and then an air mattress that actually keeps you in the proper alignment too. So those are other products that, you know, they're not here yet, but they're in development right now. Uh, eventually it'll be anything and everything that can help people sleep better because, uh, again, it's not a two second thing. Even a great pillow may not solve everything. It'll help, but uh, some people may need extra help in other ways. In every situation, I want people to sleep better. It just, again, it just improves quality of life. Uh, one quick example is that I travel with my pillow, and so does my wife. And I've encouraged anyone that buys the pillow to travel with it. If you go to a hotel or you sleep at a friend's house or Airbnb or whatever it is, you're not sleeping on your pillow. You're not sleeping on your bed. At least if you have the pillow, it'll help you. Uh, you know, I've had people tell me that they travel with the pillow and it saved them. Otherwise, they would have been like in for a miserable experience. So that's that's my goal is to, uh, again, help people have a better night's sleep. What would you say, Rich, for like, I'm just thinking of people like my mother who are thinking, ooh, AI, I don't even know where to begin with that. How do I, you know, get these dimensions and measurements and all these things? How easy is it for, you know, pretty lay person when it comes to AI to get you the information that you need? You don't need to know anything about AI. All you got to do is have a smartphone and take a picture. That's it. That's why I wanted to make it ridiculously easy. So, I mean, I've, I've literally like, you know, I was uh, visiting my parents and my dad dropped me off at the airport. And literally, I was about to walk into the airport and they said, Dad, I didn't get a picture of you for the pillow. Oh, okay. Can you do it now? I said, sure. So, literally, I have a picture of him standing outside the car. You know, I had him hold a, um, a, a debit card, you know, upside down and backwards, just as a ruler in the picture. So he held the debit card. I took a picture of him, gave him a hug to buy that. And that was it. I took a picture of him like standing outside, like in the airport. And it worked just fine. You know, I've, I've taken, 
I've had people take pictures. They're in the bedroom. They're at work. They're out on the street. It doesn't matter. As long as you have a smartphone with the app or even just, a can, you know, you can even send the picture in manually with a camera if you really had to. But as long as someone can take a picture of you, if you know one other human being in the world and they can take your picture, that's all I need. It's that easy. You have to do nothing else and the pillow will come to you. It'll be dialed in right. So where do we find the app and, and the website as well? I mean, how can people start this process of ordering their own customized? Yeah, the website is goodnightsleepproject.com. It's plural, goodnightsleepproject.com. It's not the Good Night Sleep Project. I haven't gotten that domain. Again, the domain is goodnightsleepproject.com. The app is, uh, if you Google a uh, custom pillow maker or on the app store, you know, iOS and Android, that's the app. Uh, what you want to do is you want to go to the website and look at the pillow, check everything out. We have a small quiz we ask you to go through before you order to make sure that you actually need it, you know, and, and how it'll help you. And then the app is really just for taking the picture. So the app is kind of like a secondary thing. But uh, again, it can be done without the app if you wish. You could manually send in the photo or photos. And one thing I want to point out is that if you're a side sleeper, I only need one picture of you. If you're a back sleeper, I only need one picture of you. If you want both, then I need two pictures. But I literally just need one picture of you holding an object, such as a smartphone or a book or a debit card or credit card, a loyalty card, whatever it is, a card of a standard size to act like a ruler. And that's all I need. I can make that pillow for you. You can be on the service of Mars and I can make it and get a ship to you. It doesn't matter where you are. So it takes like a minute to get this done. It's super easy. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that our listeners should know about the Good Night Sleep Project and the customized pillow options? Um, in the world of sleep in this, you know, uh, some people will say, oh, you know, I need a new mattress and that could be two to $5,000. Or they may say, you know, I'm going to go to the doctor and get sleeping pills or, you know, the doctor says I need surgery or whatever it is. I mean, this is not an expensive solution and we have a guarantee on it. You know, if you use the pillow and it's not working right for you and we adjust it and we just can't get it to work for you, which is incredibly rare, but it's happened maybe once or twice and you get your money back. So this to me is a guaranteed improvement in your sleep, almost no matter what's going on with you. Now, I'm not promising a cure or any medical changes or anything because they can't do that. But I can tell you, just about everyone out of the hundreds of people we've made this for, and that includes chiropractors, sleep doctors, et cetera. I'm, I'm trying to make sure I get this into the hands of various professionals. Like they've all given us like great reviews. So it's helping, it's working. So it's worth your time. If you're having problems sleeping, I mean, it's not a lot of money to get yourself fixed up. So in my mind, it's uh, priced very well and it'll help you. And again, it's got a guarantee on it. So I see it as a, a no brainer. Well, thank you, Richard. Appreciate your time. And this is some incredibly useful information. And like I said, I myself have tried it and use it every day. It is dramatically both my life as well as my husband's. And I'm sure for our children as well, we're happier. Be better. That's great. Well, Tracy, I appreciate it. I'm glad to talk to you. Well, this has been a great uh, sort of insider's guide to getting better with Richard Jacobs, the founder and creator of the Good Night Sleep Project, an AI specific custom pillow that is nearly guaranteed, I would say, to improve everyone's sleep. Thank you so much, Richard. You're listening to the Future Tech Health Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Until I reached age 40, I never realized the obvious, that we all have medical issues, or we at least have a family member or close relation that had, has, or will have them in the future. Medicine and biological systems are the final frontier. Until we've conquered death, figured out how life began, cured cancer, and understood our purpose in the universe, 
there's a heck of a lot to talk about when it comes to our health. FutureTech Health means I'll be covering futuristic topics that are actually already in clinical trials or even starting to appear on shelves or by prescription or available for your own use. We dive deep into stem cells, CRISPR-Cas9, the science of sleep, epigenetics, medical testing, cancer, ketogenic diets, stem cells, aging, regenerative medicine, and more. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a serious medical problem. Remember, however, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoy the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and share it with friends. Thank you.